Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on another episode of the Gregor's Ministries podcast. And so excited today to have Brad Spangler joining us again. And Brad, it's been a little bit of time since we've had you back on, but I, I know there's been so much happening in your world with you and Anna and your kids there in Norway. And also the, the school started back up at Raymond Norway. And so just kind of give us a update on how things are going there. Yeah, Josh, it's good to be back. Huge fan of the podcast. I'm glad you, uh, you know, I thought I was fired for a few months there. You know, we, <laughs> we yeah. didn't connect, but no, it has been busy on our end. Really good. We, we actually uh, pushed back the start date for our new uh, hybrid program we're going to do. But we're looking at launching probably sometime early next year. So uh, if some of your audience, you guys want to be praying for us here at Raymond Norway, uh, we're going out and and connecting with pastors and churches. And, you know, our heart is really to come alongside of the local church to help equip the body of Christ, help them disciple people. So we've been busy with that. Uh, We've been recording classes, both MP3, MP4. So that's taken a little bit of time. Uh, yeah. The family family's been great. The kids are very active, so <laughs> that yeah. keeps me, uh, Anna and myself very busy. Yeah, and I just want to remind everybody: if you're not following Brad and Anna's uh, ministry page, Spangler Ministries on Facebook, you need to go do it because they are posting amazing videos. You know, at least once a week or once every other week um, on there, and they have the best backgrounds the the best you know like just amazing mountains behind them and so you need to go check it out because not only they're sharing great words but they just have awesome things behind them as well and brad you know you guys obviously you know with Raymond norway right now uh things have been pushed back a little bit but you're also just preparing yourselves you're preparing Mm -hmm. the videos you're preparing the audio so that when it is time to launch you guys are already set ready to go And, you know, it happens that way in life. You know, it's funny because today we wanted to talk to you about personal growth. And there's times where maybe it seems like things look like they're delayed or that they're kind of hanging in the balance, but we still have an opportunity to prepare ourselves in that what seems to be almost a waiting time. And Mm -hmm. so you guys aren't just sitting idle and, oh, we're going to open Rama in a a couple months. And so we're just going to hang back. No, you guys are preparing. You're getting ready Mm -hmm. to launch when that time and everything opens up. And so we wanted to talk to you today about personal growth. And I just wanted to kind of throw it to you, let you get started out and, and share a little bit about it. Sure. Yeah, what you just said was so true. I mean, just from Nor- Raymond Norway's perspective, there's been so much growth internally in the last year, especially going through the whole pandemic. The last year and a half, it was um, hard to start anything new. We were still able yeah. to train some students and and finish up some things we were currently doing, but there's been so much internal growth. And that's kind of, that can yeah. be applied to our personal life as well, which personal growth is growth on the inside to make sure that we're seeing results that we want to see on the outside. You know, John Maxwell, he has a quote, he said, um, getting older is automatic, but personal growth has to be intentional. And I love that quote. Yeah. Because for me, personal growth has been a game changer. It, it has literally changed my life. And so I'm glad that we can talk about that uh, this evening together. Yeah. 
And I think it's important too, because it can be really, really easy to just get stuck into a routine where we wake up, we kind of do the same things every day. We get used to the process of what our life looks like, but being like you said, being intentional about growing and actually expanding and going forward, that's something that doesn't just happen automatically, but it's something we have to intentionally make a decision about. And so, you know, you guys there in Norway, we had talked before on the podcast, how there had been times where you guys kind of fell into that routine you and Anna, yes. you were you're part of Raymond Norway, part of the church. You guys are teaching. You guys have the family there. But even with that, there's times where you're thinking, okay, are we really moving forward? Have we really been thinking about what does God have for us in the future? Does he have what what's the next step he has for us? And so in those times, I, I know you had talked to us before about how you guys kind of stopped dreaming and thinking about steps for the future and just kind of walk us through that. Cause we have a lot of new listeners who haven't heard this story before. So just kind of walk us through what that was like in, in terms of learning how to dream again together. Sure. Yeah. And what we'll talk about tonight, um, it all comes out of pain points in my own life, struggles, yeah. uh, personal growth for me was by necessity because I did get to a point where, my wife and I, we had been on the mission field for a couple of years. And I shared once before that before we moved to Norway, we would do a really good job of taking walks together, dreaming together, talking about what life would be like when we got to the mission field. And so one year to the day after we were married, we were walking through the Oslo airport and we touched the ground. We were ready to start running. And we did in many ways. But over time, like you said, it can be very easy to fall into a routine. And we kind of fell into the day-to-day activities and tasks of ministry. You know, we've been, we have been bivocational since we've been here on the mission field. So we both have different jobs. Uh, We have full-time jobs. Plus we work with the Bible school. Plus we're on the pastoral staff at church. Um, so it's a lot. And we have two kids that are five and three right now. And, uh, so, (laughs) so it's a lot going on, Yeah. but what happened was we got to a point to where we did fall into a rut and we, we weren't really talking about the future together. And so what would happen is I would get home from work. She would get home from work. And we just fell into this point where we would, um, kind of just entertain ourselves instead of, taking those walks and talking about the future. We just sit down and watch a movie or put on YouTube and just scroll social media, whatever. And Josh, you know, I'm not anti-social media. (laughs) We just promoted our ministry page. So I'm I'm not anti-social media, but if you don't have purpose and you're not moving forward towards something, we can use those things as entertainment, as an escape from reality because we don't have purpose. Yeah, Uh, that's what it really comes down to. So what happened was, uh, for a long time, I started feeling like I just didn't really have purpose. Like I was on the the mission field, but it was just that every day, the same routine. And on the inside, I just felt like I wasn't living up to my full potential. Um, Josh, I know you've seen this movie, The Lion King. Yeah, who hasn't? (laughs) If you if, if you're listening to this right now, and you haven't, Go watch it. Great movie. Yes. But 
I got to this point to where I had this, uh, this moment that Simba had after he had been basically, uh, he had r- run away from his calling to be king because his father Mufasa died. And you have this prophet monkey, this wise monkey called Rafiki. He realizes Simba's actually alive. He goes and finds him and he says, Simba, I know where your father is. And he said, well, that's impossible. My father's dead. I saw him. I saw him die. And so he says, no, follow me. And he leads Simba over to this pond behind these like cattails. And Simba looks into the pond and he sees his own reflection. He said, that's not my father. That's me. That's my reflection. And Rafiki goes, no, look harder. And so the, the water starts to kind of tremble. And all of a sudden you see Mufasa, his face, his reflection in the water. And he said, your father lives in you. And then all of a sudden the skies part and uh, Mufasa appears in, in the sky and he, has, he says, Simba, you are more than what you have become. That's my, that's my uh, Mufasa voice there. <laughs> so but, <good. laughs> yeah, but that's exactly how I felt. Like I yeah. felt God was saying, Brad, you are more than what you have become. Yeah. And so during, during that time internally, I was feeling that struggle. I was feeling like I wasn't progressing or moving forward with God's call for my life. On the outside, everything looked fine. Uh, But then we had an instructor come, uh, Pastor John Grunewald, actually. And he was talking about leadership. And in one of the classes, he mentioned John John Maxwell and how for the last 50 plus years, he has had a personal growth plan. He's been intentional about growing himself internally. And I remember looking at one of my teammates and I just said, I didn't even know that was a thing. Like what I've heard about New Year's resolutions, but a personal growth plan, like what is that? And so actually a couple months later, his wife, Miss Michelle, she came and she did some team building stuff with us and we she was talking about how she uh, went to a conference and there was a Chick-fil-A executive there. And he said that he listened to seven leadership podcasts a day to help expand his leadership capacity. And after that moment, I knew on the inside that personal growth is what I had to do. That was the answer. That is what I needed to do to, do to feel like I could growing my potential. And shortly after that, there were some organizational changes and I was now leading a team and I realized that, Hey, I was now the leader, which meant I was the lid. My team cannot go any further than me. Mm, I have to grow. I have to, I have to change and improve. So that's kind of the backstory of why uh, I decided to get serious about personal growth. And I think that's huge what you just said about being the lid, because, you know, when you are the leader or you're the and that can be in our own personal lives, but we can limit our capacity to go forward if we're not intentional about doing so. And, you know, I don't think anybody wakes up one day and just says, you know what, I want to be stagnant. 
I want to get stuck in this routine. It's something that happens day by day. You know, it's a slow process. And then, you know, getting out of that doesn't just always happen overnight. We have to, again, be intentional about, okay, I'm not just going to fall into the trap of being the same every day and doing the same thing, but I actually want to go forward. I want there to be increase in my life. So Brad, I wanted to kind of, you know, what, what are some ways if I, if I feel like I'm stuck, like I'm just doing the same thing, what are some practical steps or some things that I can do to start moving forward and, and begin living the life that I know has been already provided for me in Jesus, but I want to actually start seeing it in my everyday life. If you can start, you know, just walking us down that road, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I would love to do that. So there's actually a framework that over time I have developed with my own personal growth. And so I want to walk everyone through that today. Listen, but there's a question I want to ask the audience before we move on. And that question is, who do you need to become in order to fulfill God's vision or call on your life? Let me say that one more time because it's really important. Mm-hmm. Who do you need to become in order to fulfill God's vision or call for your life? You know, I think it's really interesting, Josh. Uh, we know that Jesus, he, he's the Messiah. He's the king. Yeah. And it's very interesting to to me that in Luke chapter two, verse 52, it says, and Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. So Jesus, when he was born, he wasn't born all knowing, you know, he operated as a man on this earth. He was fully God, fully man. We know that, but he had to grow. He had to immerse himself in the Hebrew scriptures in order to realize, Hey, I'm the Messiah. This is actually pointing to me. So if Jesus had to grow in wisdom and stature, how much more do you and I, especially me? I know I have a lot to go. I have a lot. My wife would attest to that. So we're not going to ask your wife, Josh. No, no, that's not the point of today. We'll we'll save that for a later one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's a four-part framework uh, to to the growth plan. Mm. Um, The first one has to do with your purpose. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's huge because any kind of growth that you, sh- that you experience or anything you're working towards should always tie into your purpose. Yeah. And I know for some people, this is going to seem like um, kind of a tough or maybe even overwhelming question because you think, okay, what is my purpose in life? Like that's, that's just like one of those philosophical questions that you could really chew on for a long, long time. And I remember myself when I was in high school, like having those thoughts, like, am I, what am I here for? You know, I wasn't a Christian at the time, but like, what's my purpose? Is it just to go to school, to, to live, get a career, retire one day, you know, have a family and then die. And actually my mom, I think it was my senior year of high school, picked up the purpose driven life by pastor Rick Warren. Yeah. And again, mind you, I'm not, I'm not really a Christian at that time. I had been raised in a Christian home, but I didn't have a personal relationship with Jesus. And I was reading through that book and I don't know what I was expecting it to really say. Maybe I was expecting it to say, Brad, this is why you're on the earth. This is your purpose. Yeah. You know, but it just started talking about all this church stuff. And I was like, I actually put the book down. I was like, man, this is kind of disappointing. That didn't have the answer. (laughs) 
But it wasn't until my early 30s that I really, by necessity, had to start thinking, what is my purpose in life? And so for me, to give you, to give you an example, what I've landed on is my purpose is to inspire others to follow Jesus and live out of their God-given potential. Mm-hmm. Now, that's just a, a modern way of saying what Jesus said in Matthew 28, 19. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. So that's what I really feel like my purpose is. Now, for those listening, what I would suggest is maybe scaling that question back a little bit and asking yourself, what is my purpose for this season? Yeah. Okay. So forget what's my purpose for this life. But right now in this current season that I'm in, what do I feel like my purpose is? Yeah. And if that's still a little bit difficult, you can try this question. How do I want to serve other people? How do I want to serve other people? Because ultimately, we're not here for ourselves. We're here to love God and love people. And one of the ways that we do that, one of the best ways we can glorify God and love on people is by serving them. Yeah. So just by simply asking yourself those three questions and having an answer to at least one of them, like, how do I want to serve people? Okay. You have an answer there. You think about it, pray about it. Once you have that answer, this is what, where your personal growth plan has to start. It has to start with having a purpose and a, and a reason to go forward and, and a direction. And, you know, mm-hmm. I love what you said about scaling it back because sometimes those questions that we ask are so intimidating that we don't even start. So it's like, yeah. what's my purpose for all of life? And then that question is so big that we don't even start down the path because we can't see any kind of uh, markers along the way that show us that we're growing or that we're going forward. Mm-hmm. And I always attribute, you know, Brad, you, you've been a personal trainer for many years. And, you know, if someone says to you, you need to lose 30 pounds, well, start with needing to lose two pounds before you do 30. Yeah. Cause if you can yeah. lose two, then you can lose four. And if you can lose four, you can lose 10. And that's really what you were talking about is really just scaling back that question. Okay. Maybe I can't even start right now thinking about what the an ultimate purpose for God, God's purpose for my life is, but I can start with what does he want me to do during this time right yeah. now? And so, you know, you, you had mentioned new year's resol- resolutions and we'll get like a word maybe for like the, for a year or, or something, mm-hmm. but you know, once we get an idea of, okay, this is what he wants me to do in the season, but what's the next step beyond that? How do I go forward beyond just this season. Yeah. So in my, in my growth plan, again, once I've kind of talked about what I feel like my purpose is for this season, but each year I feel like I get a word from God, or it could be a scripture or a quote or a phrase. And really what that, what that um, tends to be for me is an anchor. It's an anchor for me. It gives me maybe direction for my life. Uh, this year, my word was focus, just one word Mm. focus, because there was a lot of things on my plate, a lot of, uh, uh, yeah, just commitments, uh, that I had, had made, but I felt a shift in seasons. I felt like I needed to be a little bit more focused in what I said yes to, because I want to have a greater impact. And so many times we commit to different things because we do have a heart to serve people. 
we do love God and we do love people and we want to say yes, but sometimes the season changes. And if we're not really careful, the commitments that we make don't change. And so you might have been serving in a certain capacity for X amount of years, but you know what? You haven't really checked in with God and the Holy Spirit and said, God, am I supposed to still be doing this? So for me, my word was focused because there were certain things that I had to walk away from Yeah, to be a little bit more uh, focused in what I believe my purpose and vision is. And so that was a good thing for me, but it could be a scripture for you. Uh, it could be, like I said, a quote, uh, but yeah, usually it's something to really anchor you or kind of give you some direction for that upcoming year or upcoming season. Yeah. And I love what you said. It wasn't a huge, profound, long paragraph or sentence that God gave you it was one word focus. And it was something that, like you said, was an anchor, something you could go back to. And if you were facing situations where you were giving a abundance of opportunity to be, you know, almost enticed to go with all these different ways, it's that one word focus. What is your purpose? Yeah. What is God? What, do, what does God want you to do during this season and this time? And for mm-hmm. me, for this year, this, that one word that I had was intentional. And it's something mm-hmm. Brad that we've talked with, talked to you about, yeah. but it seems like it's a common theme. I keep talking to people about is that you have to be intentional. I can't, uh, you know, grow relationships with people or uh, really get to the heart of other people if I'm not intentional about it. And, yep. you know, once I get a vision for what God wants me to do in this season, it's important that I see uh, myself the way that he designed me to be so that I can fulfill the things that he's doing. And so I'd like for you to kind of just, you know, continue to walk us down yep. that road path as well. Yeah. So after you, you, you kind of answered this question, how do I want to serve people? What's my purpose? Yeah. What's my word for this season or the year? The second component of my growth plan um, would be identity-based statements. Yeah. So this is where you start to answer the question, who do I need to become in yeah. order to fulfill God's vision and call on my life? Now, these statements that you, that you craft, these statements that you write down, I'm not talking about necessarily uh, like who you are in Christ yeah. or eternal truth, because you are that already. Like you yes. are the righteousness of God in Christ. You are the healed of the Lord. Like I'm not talking about those kind of truths, but there are skills you need to develop. There is knowledge um, that maybe you need. There's certain behaviors you need to start doing. Uh, So that's where these identity-based statements come from. So again, in my life, when I look into the future, one year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, um, I'm looking at, okay, who do I need to become in order to do this? So for my particular uh, calling, I need to grow in my leadership capacity. Um, I need to be able to grow uh, in my devotion to Jesus. I mean, just a couple of years ago, I, I talked about this on the podcast before, how I fell into the trap, like a lot of people in vocational ministry do, where I got so caught up in what I was doing for God that I wasn't putting so much focus in my relationship with him. 
And every time I went to the Bible, it was to prepare for other people. And so that's not good. And so if I want to last as a missionary for the long haul, I need to make sure that I'm cultivating intimacy with Jesus on a regular basis. And out of that, the ministry should flow. So just to give you an example of an identity-based statement, it could be, I am becoming a more devoted follower of Jesus. Mm. And it's literally that simple, yeah. right? Now there's six, there's six, let, let me back up just for a second. Let me give you a, a quick definition I use for personal growth, because this will make some sense as we move forward. Sure. So the way I define personal growth is a lifelong and intentional process of continual improvement in the areas of your life that you value most. Hmm. So there's six different areas that I typically focus on within my personal growth. Okay. Those areas would be spiritual, family, uh, health, both physical health, mental health, career, financial, and then fun right? Recreation. Uh, And that's a funny story about how I added that one. Somebody had recommended to me one time, Brad, you need to add some fun to your (laughs) personal growth plan. But that's that's a different story, different podcast. Um, But those are the six areas that I craft uh, identity-based statements for. I am becoming this in my spiritual life. Uh, for family, it could be, I am becoming a more engaged father and more intimate with my wife. Hmm. Uh, I, you know, for Anna and I, uh, we fell into, again, this podcast episode is going to come out of all the things I've done wrong, <laughs> all the traps I've fallen into yeah. all the pain points in my own life. Like I said, th- okay, Jesus is my savior. A hundred percent, but personal growth also saved me yeah. from getting burnt out, from not being effective, from yeah. so many different things. I mean, uh, Anna and I, after Andreas was born, our firstborn, we're on the mission field, we're working multiple jobs, working in the church, working in the Bible school. We have a, you know, a one-year-old at this point. And the only time we go out for date night is when we go back to the U.S. maybe once a year and we have relatives that can take care of our son so we can go out for a date. That's not okay. That's not healthy. So it could be something as simple as I am becoming, you know, a more, uh, uh, like I said, engaged father and intimate spouse. Yeah. Whatever, whatever, Whatever you feel like needs to happen in your life for you to move forward. Yeah. So that's the next point is creating those identity-based statements. Anytime we say, I am, Jesus said, I am seven times in the gospel of John. Those were his identity uh, statements, letting people know his nature, his character. You know, when we say things like I am an introvert or I am an yeah. extrovert, we're tacking the, those things onto our identity. That's how we see ourselves. We be, start to behave like that. So that's what we're trying to do in the positive sense. Yeah. 
And I think that that that's an easy trap to fall in. We've recognized some things about ourselves. And then so we associate that as our identity. So you, if you start saying, I I'm just lazy or I'm just introverted, then you just start living that way because at a subconscious level, you believe that about yourself. And, you know, Brad, I wanted you to share a little bit about, you know, the importance of speaking the truth over yourself or, or really giving yourself a guidance of where to go, you know, with your words, the importance of doing that and what that actually can really produce once we start doing it. Yeah. Well, I think whenever you, again, the tongue is such a powerful thing and you know, we are speaking spirits. We are made in God's image. And so we can create with our tongue. And when we begin to speak things out on a regular basis, uh, not only are we designing our future, but our subconscious mind begins to pick up those different images. You're actually creating images in your mind. This is what my meditation is so powerful because if I say the words red dog, automatically you have a picture in your mind of a red dog. So when you are saying I am becoming this, it paints a picture in your mind of who you are or who you can become. And then again, once your subconscious, once it's in the subconscious mind, you just begin to act in that way over time it doesn't happen overnight but over time you're more consistent uh with those actions and and the picture that you have in your mind i I agree 100 percent. i think that even more so too there was times that i had to tell myself i am disciplined i have the ability to accomplish the things that i need to accomplish today and i just had to say that out just so that i could really prepare myself for what was coming down the road and uh, just reinforce these thoughts because we, we have thoughts all the time that will try to come against, you know, the things that we need to accomplish or we need to do, but we have to reinforce the positive thoughts. And mm-hmm. I am disciplined means that I can accomplish the things I need to do. And, you know, Brad, talking to you beforehand on this podcast, you know, you have four main steps in your growth plan that you have. And the third one is called the plan. And I love this one statement that's here. It says a vision without a plan is just a daydream. Come on. This is where, this is where the rubber meets the road. This is it because we can, we can daydream about it all day. We can know what we should do, but if you have this vision, but you don't have any way of getting there, then it's just a daydream. It's just wishful thinking. And so I want us to go there next and kind of just share about how we can make this daydream become a real vision and a real reality in our lives. Yep. So in this third component, the plan, this is where we actually, once we have this clear picture of who we want to become, we have our identity-based statements that ties into our purpose. uh, We start to ask ourselves, what would a more devoted follower of Jesus do daily, weekly, monthly, or quarterly? Let me say that one more time. Yeah. Daily, weekly, monthly, or quarterly. So we literally start to put down things that we can do on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly or quarterly basis. So let's just take, again, that example. I am becoming a more devoted follower of Jesus. So you ask yourself, what would a devoted follower of Jesus do every day? 
Josh, what do you think a devoted follower of Jesus would do every day? What's, what's one thing? First of all, reading the word of God for yourself. Reading the word of God for yourself. Okay. So last year, part of my growth plan was literally reading the Bible and praying a minimum of 15 minutes a day, every day. Now, if I, let me, let me say this because some people just heard that and they're thinking, dude, are you backslidden? Like what, what is wrong with you? Because you and I both have been in Bible school. There was a time when we were sitting underneath good, amazing Bible teaching three to five hours a day, five days a week. Um, At that point I was single, had no kids, very little responsibility. So for me uh, last year, 15 minutes doing those small deposits every single day was huge. It was huge. It was life giving. So if I could get 15 quality minutes a day, that was everything to me. So yes. Okay. So that could be uh, for, as an example, what you could do daily. So you would write down, you know, read the Bible for myself. And I would put a certain time limit, like a, like a time frame, So, so, yeah. you know, you know, and, and of course it doesn't mean you're, you're going to be perfect in it. There's days where you might only can chew on one verse, but that's where meditate. How many episodes have you done on meditation? Yeah. I feel like yeah. every episode I turn in, tune into that comes up or, yeah. you know, when I, when I write an article, honestly, I feel like at the end of every article, my conclusion is, well, we just need to meditate on the word of God, (laughs) but I have to find different ways to say the same thing. Yeah. So anyway, that's just an aside. Um, Okay. So what's, what's something that uh, weekly a devoted follower of Jesus could do? Uh, It could be multiple times during the week or once a week. What just as an example, Josh, what do you think is something? Well, I think even, you know, on a daily basis, we, like you were, we were talking about, you need to be in the word of God weekly. I would say moving beyond myself. That's when I need to start. Is there someone I can encourage? Is there someone that I can reach out to once a week? Can I find one person that I can reach on a weekly basis? And that would be something, but what about you? What would you say? Yeah. Well, uh, and mine is go to church once yeah, a week, There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that was still me focused. I like your yeah. answer more because it yeah. was still kind of like me, me focused. So I love the fact, okay, reach one person or share the gospel with someone once a week, whatever it is that the beauty of this growth plan, Josh, is you get to decide how you grow. Mm. Mm. It, th- that's why, that's why at the end of this podcast, we're going to make, we're going to make, um, we're going to have a surprise for your audience, but, but, uh, I would just say this, a a, a growth plan is personal. Yeah. Personal to you. You can't do what I'm doing because that, you know, that might not interest you or whatever. It might not be effective for you. So one time a week, you're going to reach somebody or share some, something with somebody or just be, um, add value to their life. That's one a week. Right. Yeah. Okay. So then we move into to monthly. You know, what's something you could do once a month? Maybe it's uh, attend a cell group. Yeah. You know, maybe your church has a cell group or a Bible study. Um, you know, you decide what that monthly thing can be, and then you look at quarterly. You know, maybe for you, you can do a small prayer retreat. Maybe it's just, uh, or you could fast. Yeah. You know, quarterly. If you don't like fasting very much, maybe once a quarter, you're going to do like a, a small 
mini fast or something. Again, yeah. you decide what it's going to be. Uh, but this is the plan. And so what you would do is do that for each area, all six areas, or, or if again, you might not want those six areas, you might just want to focus on two areas of your life. You yeah. know, uh, you, again, it's personal for you. And I love that because then there's no, um, equation for growth besides just doing more than you had done before. So doing yep. more next month than what I did this month. And so, you know, it's something that I think is amazing. I'm excited to get into your growth plan for myself because I know, you know, we're going to talk about it later, but um, really to just put some, to flesh out some of the things we're talking about and really put some heart behind it. It's like, okay, this isn't just a good idea. This is something I really want to do. I don't want to be the same person that I am today a year from now, but in order for me to be a different, different person than I am now, a year from now, I have to start changing today. I have to start being different next week. I have to do something monthly and I have to do something quarterly to reach that person that God needs me to be to fulfill his purpose. And so, you know, whenever it comes to goals and, and, and in growth, what are, are there some, some things that you could share about that to kind of give us yeah. some, some ways to go forward? Yeah. So the last component of, of the growth plan would be what I call growth catalyst goals. Now the first three components are more about process. It's like, yeah. it's like, you know, gr personal growth is lifelong. There's no finish line. Like the finish line is you standing before the Lord and he says, well mm -hmm. done, my good and faithful servant. That's the finish yeah. line. So instead of, uh, instead of asking, um, you know, like how long will it take? You can say, how far can I go with this? Mm -hmm. How long will it take me to reach this point? No, no, no. That's the wrong question. How far can I go with this? That's a much mm -hmm. better growth question, but a growth catalyst goal is going to be more measurable and specific. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what you want to start thinking about is what is something that I can measure that's, that's, that could be a goal for me in these particular six areas or whatever areas you want to grow in. That's really going to push the needle forward for me. Okay. What's really going to uh, be a catalyst for my growth. So again, just to give you another real-time example from my life, Josh, this is something we've talked about before. Um, so one of my growth catalyst goals was to start a blog mm -hmm. this year. Now in my, in my area of, of career and vocation, uh, part of my weekly what I'm doing every week is writing articles. So I don't have a, uh, an official blog, but we have the ministry page that we post yeah. an article every single week. So I'm doing that process work, but in order for me to get that blog up before the end of the year, I need to set up a website. So that yeah. is a growth catalyst goal for me to have a website that's fully functional up and running that I can start my blog. So literally Two weeks from now, my wife and I, it's getting towards the end of the year. I pushed it off long enough. <laughs> We're going to take some time away from the kids. My mother-in-law is in town, so she's able to watch, uh, watch her kids for us for the weekend. And we're literally going to work on getting our website up. It's scheduled. It's in our planner. 
Um, and that would be a growth catalyst goal because once we get that website up, bam, now we can, the blogs up and mm. ultimately with one of my visions, I want to write books. I feel called to write books, you yeah. know? And so part of this process to get to that point is writing articles every week, but a growth yeah. catalyst goal would be starting the blog, which means I need a website. So that's how I want you to think about a growth catalyst goal, maybe in the area of your health. Uh, maybe a growth catalyst goal for you would be doing a 5k, you know, it's something mm. that's specific, it's measurable. Maybe you're not doing anything right now. You're more sedentary. Hey, that's fine. Start walking, start doing something every day, start doing something every week. And then, you know, you look in 2022 and you say, Hey, by June 1st, there's a race. It's a 5k. I plan on walking that 5k. That will be a huge confidence boost in the area of my health. So that would be a growth catalyst goal for me. So that's how I want you to look at these different goals. Again, for me, it's in the six areas I talked about before where I, where I choose one goal for each area. Again, it's specific, it's measurable. And for you, it might be other areas. Now, let me just say this one, one other thing about it. Josh, there was 10 things that I wrote down this year where they were specific, measurable, and time-based. I told myself, if I hit these 10 things this year, this year would be a win. It would be a huge win uh, if I were able to do that. I've crossed off seven of those things so far. And I'm going mm. to, once we get the website up, cross off the eighth <laughs> thing, yeah. right? Now, I didn't hit everyone exactly within the time frame I said I would. So you have to have grace for yourself during this process. There were certain things that happened. I had to push the dates back, but they were still at the forefront of my thinking because I'm reviewing my growth plan consistently. And we'll get into that in a minute, like how often you should review it, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But that's a, that's a big point is to give yourself grace, you know? Yeah. One of the things I had on my growth plan this year, Josh, was uh, speaking better in Norwegian. Now, I'll tell you what, and, I, and I'll make this recommendation for everybody here. If you're reviewing your growth plan consistently and month after month, you come back to this one thing that you're reading over and you're not doing it and there's no desire to do it, just cross it out. Get rid of it. Man. I did. I'm, it's so bad saying this right now. But I took that off my growth plan because instead of feeling condemned every single week, every yeah. single month, like, oh, I need to do it. I need to do it. I just took it off and I focused on the other areas. So have grace with yourself during this yeah. process. And that's one thing too is, okay, this may be something ultimately that I do, but that I'm going to focus on these other areas. I'm going to accomplish them. And then maybe I can circle back to that area. But instead of just sitting there and looking at your plan and feeling bad about it week after yeah. week or month after month, you're like, okay, here's nine other areas of the 10 that I wrote down that I can really hammer out and really focus on. And then I can circle back or I can look at it. And yep. so I think it's important to update, like you said, once you have your growth plan already kind of laid out and then updating it all the time. And so what would your recommendation be for, you know, someone who they have their growth plan laid out? What would the update timeframe look like? So what I have found that's been very helpful for me is I set time aside once a week to go through and read my growth plan, typically out loud. 
again, because mm-hmm. we have those identity statements. Um, I just think it's really good to read it out loud. You don't have to, but it, yeah. it is important to review. So I do it at least once a week. The first year, Josh, I did my growth plan. I, I wrote it out. I went through, it didn't look like this. This has been a process over several years, kind of yeah. getting this framework uh, where it is now. But the first year that I did a growth plan, I wrote it down, did the hard work, and then I never looked at it, at it again that year. So it did yeah. me no good. Yeah. Now, after that point, I realized, okay, I have to review this. So once a week is what I recommend reviewing it. You can do it more often. Um, if it goes further than that, we just tend to lose focus a little bit. So I think once a yeah. week is really, really practical for people to set time aside and review the different areas of your growth plan. And then I would say this, make a new growth plan every six to 12 months. I do it once a year. So in December on in myself, again, we'll have a babysitter for the kids. We'll go to a hotel somewhere, have a nice romantic weekend, but we'll also pray. We'll talk about the future and we'll, but we'll make our growth plan for 2022. Yeah. And I love what you were just saying though, because even in that you have to be intentional because it's not just something that, Oh, one day I'll find time to sit down and really give myself a growth plan. No, you have to set aside a time. You had to get a babysitter. You had to decide we're going to get out of our normal environment and really establish a growth plan for this next year. And so it's something that you have to be intentional about. And it comes down to making a decision that I'm going to do it. And whenever you do that, sometimes it can feel overwhelming. But once you make the decision to do it, you have to trust that God's going to give you grace to help you in that time. And even I would even say, you know, in this, when you're developing your growth plan, don't be afraid to ask the Holy Spirit what are some things, what are some goals that you would like me to maybe dream about or think about again that I haven't been considering? What are some things that you would have me to do in this next year that maybe I've allowed to go, go to the wayside, but what are some things, bring it back to my mind, bring it back to my attention so I can know what you have for my life. And so that we're not just trusting on, you know, natural things that we see with our eyes, but Holy Spirit, you have a plan. You know, God, the Father's plan for my life, and you know the steps I need to take. So in this year, what are some steps I can take to get closer to the the ultimate fulfillment of my purpose here on earth? And so I think that's an amazing thing to do. And, you know, Brad, I want to really kind of give you an opportunity because I know people that are listening and they're thinking, okay, I don't know where to start. You know, you're talking about a growth plan. But, you know, where can I get a growth plan? How can I even begin this process? How can I start writing this out? Kind of share with us some, some thoughts on that. Yeah, for sure. Let me say this. Uh, when people hear this for the first time, it can seem a bit overwhelming. And yeah. it does take work in the beginning. Uh, when The first time my wife and I sat down to do a budget, it was like I wanted to pull my hair out. It was not fun you know, and it took work. And, but what happened over time is over the course of several months, we got much better. And actually the first budget we did was super unrealistic. Like we, you know, we put super little amount for food. Like most people make that mistake in the beginning. It's like, oh yeah, we can live off $200 a month for groceries or whatever. But anyways, so it was hard in the beginning, but now it's easy. And actually 
I could not imagine my life not having a budget for my finances. If it goes a couple of days and we haven't touched touched the the budget and updated certain things and talked about it, I, I don't feel right. Yeah. I don't feel good. I want to know. I want to know what's going on. And since we've done that, hey, we've been able to be super generous. You know, it's not wow. just the control thing, but gosh, we, God's been able to bless us in so many different ways because we become a good steward of our finances. This is becoming a good steward of your life. Uh, I heard yeah. a quote recently. Uh, it's a it's a pretty well known business quote, but it says every system is perfectly designed to get the current results it's currently getting or get the results it's currently getting. Mm. Every system is perfectly designed to get the results it's currently getting. Change that word system with life. Mm. Every life is perfectly designed to get the results it's currently getting. So if you're not happy with the results in your life right now, if things don't look the way you thought they would, you can change the system. And personal growth Mm. is the first key to changing that system and being intentional. So what we've done is my wife and I have created a template, a personal growth plan template. Uh, It's absolutely free. We're going to have it on our ministry page, Facebook. Uh, If you go to Spangler Ministries Facebook page, one of the top posts, you'll see personal growth plan template. If you click the link, that's where you can register and we'll send you your own personal growth plan template for 2022. Uh, for Instagram, my, uh, my handle is bspangler0385. So bspangler0385. The link will be in the bio. And yeah. once we get the website up, it'll be available there. But that's still, you know, that's a work, that's a work yeah. in progress. Uh, <laughs> But, but anyways, that's where you can find it. So yeah. if this has really touched you and you think, wow, personal growth is something that I need to take more serious or I've never even heard of personal growth, but I'd love to do this, um, then go, go check it out. Go check out the ministry page. Uh, we'll send you, like I said, a free template. And it, it basically has everything on there that we just talked about. Also, we'll send you a PDF that will explain uh, exactly why and how to use your personal growth plan. So it comes with some instructions on how to fill it out. That's amazing. And I, I'm actually looking at it here. You gave me a advanced copy of the template and I'm, I'm just excited for me and my wife both to be able to fill this out. Um, you know, it's saying growth plan for 2022 and it's really just following along with all the things we talked about. So I encourage everybody to go to the Spangler Ministries Facebook page and we're going to put a link at the bottom or in the caption of this podcast. We're also going to link Brad's Instagram and then we'll put their website as well. And then once you download this, I would just encourage you not only to read the PDF that they're going to provide, that's going to give you some real instructions, some practical ways to fill it out, but go back even as you're filling this out and listen to the podcast again and really hear some of the things that Brad was talking about, because it's real similar to what we talked about in terms of who am I becoming daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly and all these six or seven different areas that are really going to make a difference in my life. So I encourage you guys to do that. I know it's going to benefit you. It's going to benefit me. And you're going to be able to now look back 
in 2023 and say, look how far I've come. Look how much progress that I've made. And that's going to encourage you to move forward into the next year, into the next week, into the next month. And so, Brad, I just want to thank you again so much for coming on. And you really, uh, I don't want to end it here without you know, just giving you a final opportunity to give any type of word of encouragement or, or anything else that you'd like to say. Well, it's always my honor to be on here. Yeah. And actually, I can't wait, uh, you know, to get on here at some other point with uh, with the guys, with Timo and Luke. I know yes. we're going to do that at some point, yes. too. But, uh, man, it's been my pleasure. Uh, this has helped me so much. It's been a game changer <laughs> for me. And like I said, it has saved me. It has saved me from burnout. It has saved me from just, you know, living on the mission field. It can be tough, you know, not just living on the mission field. I mean, all of us, all of us face challenges, but all of us listening, listening to this, we have a vision from God. We have a vision from God and and that vision, the, just the fact that you have that vision means it's possible to accomplish that vision. Once you believe it's possible, then you have to put in the action. And so what I see personal growth as is your faith in action. This is not just you relying on yourself. This is you relying on the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom, to give you clarity for your future, but also to give you a plan to walk out those steps. It's seed time and harvest time, seed time and harvest time. As long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest time. So this personal growth plan is seed time. You continue to plant, you continue to plant every day, daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly. You will reap a harvest. And that's what I want for you. It's worked for me. And so it's my pleasure to share it with your audience, Josh. Man, we're so excited for it. And again, guys, this is completely free. They're not trying to get you to pay for it. They just want to help and see other people continue to grow in their walk with God, but also to see increase in their spiritual family, their their mental health and physical health, career, fun, financials, every area of life. They want to see you grow. And, and I know that this is a seed that they're sowing. So we just, again, encourage you, go follow Spangler Ministries. Sign up also. They have a newsletter that they they send out. Um, go follow that. Uh, get get subscribed to it because you know I've been seeing the stuff they've been sending out. I love reading it, and so I know that you're going to as well. And Brad, really looking forward to having you back on here shortly with Timo and Luke. But also, we got to get Anna back on here because let's be honest, people really like her way more than you. So <laughs> I hear that all the time. I know, I know that. So I'm you know, I'd love to come back. Yeah. You know, I'm just kidding, but no, uh, I, I'm sure it's the same way with Lorena as well for me. But man, again, thank you so much. Looking forward to the next one. And uh, guys, I'll we'll be putting the link in here. And uh, again, Brad, thanks again. Talk to you soon. Yeah, thanks, Josh.